Friday, 4th of September, 2020. Welcome to Ellipsis. My name is Ravneet and you're listening to episode 43. So, September already. I'm four days late to saying that I know. But then what is early and what is late in a year like this? Where hours are fusing into each other, days into weeks, weeks into months. The episode today is unique. I'm reading a Fez Ahmed Fez poem and parts of an essay by Zadie Smith. The poem I'm reading is a nazm called Kuch Ish Kia Kuch Kaam Kia from the rekta.org website. And the prose, the essay, is from a recent post on the Brain Pickings website by Maria Popova. Now, by all means, this is a unique pairing and I'm pretty sure Zadie Smith did not think she will appear in the same episode as Fez Ahmed Fez, let alone in the same sentence. But like with all other cosmic coincidences that I inevitably read too much into, this one is one such. The themes of love and work and time and what do they all mean in relation to each other has been on my mind these past few months quite a bit. I'm very physically aware of how I pass time or time passes me by and the whole change in regular programming has been hard for me to wrap my head around. It hasn't been such a challenge of either boredom or of being overwhelmed with too much to do. It is just this burning philosophical question of what are you expected to do with your time. How should you spend time so that at the end of the day it does not feel completely pointless? I came up with two answers to this and I will discuss those after this opening paragraph from Zadie's essay on creativity in times of COVID-19. Her essay is titled Something to Do and she is basically reflecting on what time means for artists and for creativity in the backdrop of a world that plays significant emphasis on busyness and the value of time only in the context of its worth in currency. Reading now and come read with me. Zadie Smith's essay on something to do. Why did you bake that banana bread? It was something to do. Out of an expanse of time, you carve a little area that nobody asked you to carve and you do something. But perhaps the difference between the kind of something that I am used to and this new culture of doing something is the moral anxiety that surrounds it. The something that artists have always done is more usually cordoned off from the rest of society. And by mutual agreement, this space is considered a sort of charming but basically useless playpen in which adults get to behave like children, making up stories and drawing pictures and so on though at least they provide some form of pleasure to serious people doing actual jobs. As a consequence, art stands in dubious relation to necessity and to time itself. It is something to do, yes, but when it is done and whether it is done at all is generally considered a question for artists alone. An attempt to connect the artist's labour with the work of truly labouring people is frequently made but always strikes me as tenuous, with the fundamental dividing line being this question of the clock. Labour is work done by the clock 
and paid by two. Art takes time and divides it up as art sees fit. It is something to do. So I've been writing in my journal about similar thoughts all of these past few months. What is the meaning of work and what is the significance of time? I did not as much think about answers to these questions as I stumbled upon them. After five months of working for the house, homeschooling my daughter and continuing both my consulting work as well as my writing, when I got my domestic help to come back, the very first night, I could not sleep. I just could not. And after much tossing and turning, I realized that the physical labor of housework was so intense and so immersive that my bones and muscles felt accomplished when I was done for the day. When I put my head on the pillow, I slept as much from a sense of having done something as I did from a sense of exhaustion. I've been exhausted before when I was working full time, but I have rarely felt exhausted and accomplished and have definitely not given that much thought to it. So one answer that I found was true for me to find meaning in work was to feel it physically in my bones, to be using my body. So anything that involves using just my sight and my mind, while may exhaust me mentally, does not make me feel accomplished. Yoga is the complete opposite of this and I find that immensely fulfilling. But before we proceed, let's continue with another excerpt from the essay. So Zeri writes and I quote, It seems it would follow that writers, so familiar with empty time and with being alone, should manage this situation better than most. Instead, in the first week, I found out how much of my old life was about hiding from life. Confronted with the problem of life served meat without distraction or adornment or superstructure, I had almost no idea of what to do with it. Back in the playpen, I carved out meaning by creating artificial deprivations, time, the kind usually provided for people by the real limitations of their real jobs. Things like a firm place to be at 9am every morning, or a boss who tells you what to do. In the absence of these fixed elements, I'd make up hard things to do or things to abstain from, artificial limits and so on. Running is what I know. Writing is what I know. Conceiving self-implemented schedules, teaching day, reading day, writing day, repeat. What a dry, sad, small idea of a life. And how exposed it looks now that people I love are in the same room to witness the way I do time. The way I have done it all my life. And here's another excerpt from the same essay, continuing. At the end of April, in a powerful essay by another writer, Otessa Moshfek, I read this line about love. Without it, life is just doing time. I don't think she intended by this only romantic love or parental love or familial love or really any kind of love in particular. At least I read it in the platonic sense. Love with a capital L, an ideal form, an essential part of the universe like beauty or the color red, from which all particular examples on earth take their nature. 
without this element present in some form somewhere in our lives there really is only time and there will always be too much of it busyness will not disguise its lack and here in the concluding paragraph from the same essay zadie smith writes and i quote i write because well the best i can say for it is it's a psychological quirk of mine developed in response to whatever personal feelings i have but it can't ever meaningfully fill the time there is no great difference between novels and banana bread they are both just something to do they are no substitute for love the difficulties and complications of love as they exist on the other side of this wall away from my laptop is the task that is before me although task is a poor word for it for unlike writing its terms cannot be scheduled preplanned or determined by me love is not something to do but something to be experienced and something to go through that must be why it frightens so many of us and why we so often approach it indirectly here is this novel made with love here is this banana bread made with love if it weren't for this habit of indirection of course there would be no culture in this world and very little meaningful pleasure for any of us although the most powerful art it sometimes seems to me is an experience and a going through it is love comprehended by expressed and enacted through the artwork itself and for this reason has perhaps been more frequently created by people who feel themselves to be completely alone in this world and therefore wholly focused on the task at hand than by those surrounded by loved ones such art is rare we can't all sit cross-legged like buddhists day and night meditating on ultimate matters or i can't but i also don't want to just do time anymore the way i used to and yet in my case i can't let it go old habits die hard i can't rid myself of the need to do something to make something to feel that this new expanse of time hasn't been wasted still it's nice to have company watching this manic desire to make or grow or do something that now seems to be consuming everybody i do feel comforted to discover i am not the only person on this earth who has no idea of what life is for nor what is to be done with all this time aside from filling it and this here the second part of what zadie smith wrote about something to do what she says about love and art that is my answer to the significance of time again it may only be my answer but i have found that first we have to sit for 2 minutes let everything around you fall and settle meditatively and say to yourself that we must acknowledge the presence and implications of time and then and only then you begin to learn how time is not actually minutes and hours and days and weeks we've all felt this so viscerally in this lockdown where our do- days were no longer calendars 
we all had those mornings when we woke up and we could not register what day of the week it was what day of the month it was and amidst all of this we all had the occasional brush with art the brush with an activity that induced flow someone i know took to acrylic painting someone else to gardening people wrote people sang people read people found that tiny window to allow themselves a sliver of happiness from something to do without an agenda and that was my answer how unfortunate that we have been led to do things with ambiguous agendas and within concrete social socially recognized frameworks that exist because we believe in them just like we believe in religion art is an escape art is a meditation in love art is also work and on that note for artists caught between love and work across time faiz ahmed faiz ji has said kuch ish kiya kuch kaam kiya wo log bahut khush kismat the jo ishq ko kaam samajhte the या काम से आशिकी करते थे हम जीते जी मसरूफ रहे कुछ इश्क किया कुछ काम किया काम इश्क के आड़े आता रहा और इश्क से काम उलझता रहा काम इश्क के आड़े आता रहा और इश्क से काम उलझता रहा फिर आखिर तंग आकर हमने दोनों को अधूरा छोड़ दिया सो फॉर द फर्स्ट टाइम आई अटेम्प्टेड अ ट्रांसलेशन I hope you will find it fitting. We laughed a little, we labored a little. How lucky those of us who thought of love as labor or those who loved to labor. We lived every day in busyness. We laughed a little, we labored a little. Labor interrupted love. Love was an obstacle to labor. And then one day we gave up. left both labor and love unfulfilled until tuesday living in ellipsis ravneen pawa mm-hmm.